0: So welcome to Rethink Retirement, a Next Up podcast. We're here to show you how you can use your skills and experience as you move into retirement or unretirement, as we like to call it. I'm Victoria Tomlinson,
1: And I'm Trevor Hatton. On each episode, we invite a guest to share a story of their uh, changing role in life, their working life and getting new things started. And we understand how challenging this can be. And we hope that by meeting people who face these challenges uh, they will inspire you and particularly if you're feeling that things are a bit harder at the moment harder perhaps than you expected
0: and today we've got well we're saying Genevieve Jones but she says she's Jenny Jones and oh my goodness uh, we were just catching up before we started this podcast her story is going to make you happy and full of life and looking to the future so Jenny qualified as a teacher of African dance shortly before her 60th birthday. And that's what made us want to get in touch with her. And she was doing this whilst being qualified as an accountant and teaching uh, accountancy. She's got lots of hats here. So, Jenny, welcome. Hello. Thanks for
1: having me. Hi, Jenny. It's great to meet you. Um, So the whole purpose of this podcast is to introduce people who have done different things Mm. later in life. So, could you just kick off by just telling us your story and kind of how you got to this point?
2: Yeah, well, my story started many years ago back in Sierra Leone, which is in West Africa. That's where I grew up, until the age of 15, when I then came to the UK to join my mum. So, it was quite a bit of a culture shock coming back somewhere. Nice and sunny. It's a very cold place, so. but yes. And I've been in various parts of London. And I studied here. Studied my accountancy. Worked for the Inland Revenue and had a Saturday Ooh. job. A Saturday job as well in Harrods, which was very eventful because you know we met so many celebrities as well. So that was quite good and i spent all my years in accountancy actually and when i look at my personality because i'm a sunshine person people say can you be an accountant and happy (laughs) (laughs) well yes the inline revenue was a bit of a surprise Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's been quite it's been quite great, really, you know, coming from one culture to the other and then having to sort of study and relearn things. And then, you know, working here as well, meeting new people, making new friends. It's been really quite, yeah, quite a very interesting time. So
0: let's talk about this African dance, Jenny. What what led you to getting your qualification just as you were coming up to 60? Um, did you have anybody saying you're mad? Or should
2: you be slowing down at this stage by any chance? Yes, I think so. Yeah, especially my children. It's like, oh my gosh, what is she doing now? <laughs> I mean, for me, um, when I was growing up, I was in an African dance group. So I've performed nationally and internationally. So it's always been in my background. But having the kids, I just stopped dancing. But I remember just before my 60th year's birthday, I just thought about it. Mm, And then I got this letter which said to me I was pre-diabetic and I wanted to do things as well that I enjoyed. So even I was going to the gym, I wanted to do something that I enjoyed. And just by chance, I was reading about this lady called Kukua. She was 61, an African lady, and she's been dancing for years. When I saw her body moving, I thought, oh my God, I'm gonna be moving like that. So I a lady called Vicky as well, who is also in her 50s, said, you know, she qualified with her. So I decided, yes, I'm going to do that. I was like, 60, I'm going to study. And it was very interesting because I hated biology and physics. So obviously I failed three times, but I kept going. I thought, no, I'm going to do this. I'm going to pass this exam. And it was really great when I passed it, actually, because I felt, wow, I've done it. And then... I thought I could use this for myself to improve my health. Then I thought, well, it's such a lovely thing to do. I want to help other people to enjoy the African experience, the beat, the rhythm, the laughter. And so that's what I'm also doing now, which I'm enjoying.
1: It's fantastic. Um, being, I mean, I know you're a person who gives a load of help and support to other people, but um, did you? Uh, lean on anybody did you need help from anybody else when you went through this journey
2: yes i needed help because there was a period when um i was married everything was fine and then i got divorced and then bang it's like my whole world crumbled and for like five years i was like in a deep hole when i felt really down i felt lonely and even though i'm from a big family culturally it's not good to be divorced because it's like we think oh gosh you've done something wrong because you are the one who said to the person to go away so i felt a bit isolated culturally and i would go out and project the image of that positive person but when i would come on i'll ju- when the kids are sleeping seriously i'll just be crying in tears thinking what do i do But I would guess that my children gave me hope as well, because sometimes I would look at them and I'm thinking, well, you know what, there's a future here because they're going to grow up. And I remember reading one day about a lady actually who'd set herself up as a life coach and she changed her life and also that's also helped me. And once I started talking to a few people. That you know, this is what I'm going through. I remember an organisation called Gingerbread. Somebody told me about Gingerbread, Single Parents Charity. So they started helping me, and as I got stronger, I thought, Oh, it'd be really nice to help the single parents. So I set up my own group where we were just helping and supporting each other it was for myself because really I wanted to meet other parents in the same boat as well I was like I need other parents and that was really good because it really helped me to help other parents and to help myself and the parents I met they were really amazing because raising two boys on your own gosh it's not easy but my parents were so supportive especially when the boys started playing football all the parents would say, "Oh, Jenny, I can have your boy for a weekend," and it just—it really did help. So, yes, so that helped me.
0: Jenny, you mentioned in passing just there, and I was going to ask you about it anyway—about being a happiness coach. Have I got that right? That you are a happiness coach
2: now? This is one of the other many hats. You're <laughs> one of the many, ha- yeah. So, one of the many hats is a happiness coach, and I think that was also a journey because that five-year period when I was really depressing down I felt there was a void I kept searching I was reading the bible I was reading the quran I was reading all about different things because I felt there is something missing I was thinking I'm a happy person but what stole my joy it was somebody who was is it mentally abusing you with words and everything else and I allowed that person to bring me down to that point and I was saying, there must be a way of finding happiness, so I started reading about everything, and then I saw a free course trained to be a life coach. I thought, "Oh, that's free! I'll get it." I'll <laughs> <I love freedom. laughs> yes, for two days, and I trained to be a life coach, and I was focusing on confidence building because at that point, my kids were sort of getting to their stage where their confidence level was down. So I started teaching children confidence building. Then I switched to happiness and said what do i need to do for myself to make myself happy so i use myself as an experiment (laughs) okay i'm really sad now what do i do okay you got to appreciate that you're sad you got to cry you got to feel the emotion and then slowly slowly i started doing things like waking up at six o'clock every single day and i spend an hour getting myself in the state of being happy and i still do that I have to do it every single morning for an hour. Oh, uh, yes! I love. I wish the listeners could see your faces. You go, Woo-hoo, and
0: your whole face is just beaming and wonderful there. So Jenny, that sounds a
2: really interesting life. You've got, you're still teaching, I think, aren't you? Yeah. so I still teach now and then, but in terms of the teaching, I am coaching other people to do that because really I'm like accountancy. I really want to put it down probably by the end of this year. Okay. I want to do what I really enjoy, the happiness coaching and my African dance. That's really what I want to do. So that's the plan. So what what are your
0: plans then for the future? Is that what you're looking to do now?
2: Yeah, well, my plans, you see, I've said, to mm, myself, I saw like, there's a lady who's got a caravan, I've been watching her, she's been driving, I thought, I can have a caravan, and I could tour around doing like African dance session, but I would have like this, I can't remember what they call it, you know, like a gazebo kind of thing, which like yeah. an effect, yeah. so just stop at different places and mm-hmm. just do a tour. said to people stop here music is playing let's dance let's get back oh i love it you know what i mean just talk around that's it and then probably like these ladies in my class you know and i say to them let's have the african experience the music is there the food is there so it becomes like a whole experience in the uk without going to africa that's how we're gonna do it
1: that's fantastic you know take the whole thing on tour i i love it exactly that. yes i
2: know so, it so, yes. you
1: know thank you so much for sharing that that's just an amazing story um your life but kind of looking back um is there anything you'd have done differently do you think i mean is there anything that you kind of wish you had done that you want to tell other people uh about your story
2: i mean for me Um, I talked to a lot of young women, let's say in their late 30s, because I say to them, I was in that position, original single lady at 35, didn't want to get married, but then my biological clock was ticking and my mom, everyone was saying whatever, and then I met someone in the August, and then in (laughs) November that year, we got married. Yeah, but you see, during that period, the warning signs were there. I can say the warning signs were there but I ignored them thinking you know what you want to get married he wants to get married get married live happily ever after etc so for me and a few friends did say to me Jenny there's warning signs you know but I just thought you know when you get married you will change that person and together things will So to me, that's the first thing is that before you say you're going to get married or make a commitment, make sure you have like counseling support. And just because the biological clock is ticking doesn't mean that you should rush into that relationship. You really need to think about it. Huh? And forget for us cultural pressure as well to say that you're old, da, 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 da. So for me, it's that waiting period to say, we see the signs, but sometimes we ignore it because the biological clock was ticking. So for me, that's the main, main, main thing.
0: Yes. Well, actually, I'm not sure it's a cultural thing. I think it's everywhere, to be honest, because I was... 34 and not married. And believe me, there was pressure from my family as well. When are you going to get married? Yes. Um, I think it is easy to succumb to that. I don't I'm quite sure how we've got onto marriage here when we <laughs> were on the sort of next steps here. Um, you're just so interesting, Jenny. And I think you, you absolutely sum up what we're trying to help. So to give everybody confidence to think is that at, by the time we get to our 60s, Even our 50s. -hmm. There's so much experience that you've got, Jenny, to help other people. And I think that's fantastic, the way that you're doing it. And hopefully Mm -hmm. others can think about and you're helping younger generations, which we absolutely love here. So to the happiness coach here and the happiness person (laughs) and the smile and the energy that you bring. Jenny, thank you so much. And you'll have to let us know when you get this camper van and, with yes. and for the dance classes, we'll all have to support you <laughs> and uh, promote you around the country. So good luck with that. I know that you don't see any barriers to whatever you do in your next steps here. <laughs> so we'll look forward to watching you with interest. Thank you so much, Jenny. Thank
1: you so. That was great. We loved your story. Thank you, Jenny. Thank you,
0: thank you very much for having me. Well, Jenny, uh, what a ball of fun and fire Yeah, She was very honest yeah. That's sort of some of the tough
1: times. Yeah. As well. Yeah. First of all, you know, what a variety of things mm-hmm. in her life. And the other thing that really struck me was, you know, each time she had a challenge, she recognized it and then did something about it. Yeah, and did. each time she did something like she set up her own business, she turned that into an opportunity to teach she learned to dance and then she became a dance teacher yeah. it's just and there's it, it,
0: the gingerbread group as well yeah.
1: oh yeah yeah so you know i'm feeling a bit lonely so what i'll do is i'll go and find a whole load of people in the same position as me
0: yes and
1: not only give support but get support i, I just thought that was brilliant
0: yes i agree and she was just saying as we were signing off then that she's going to go nationally so if anybody wants uh jenny to come and do a pop-up african dance class she said just give her a venue and she'll be there um so i love that enthusiasm with jenny it was the first person i think that we've interviewed where i suspect she hasn't got such a structured family around her sort of immediate family whereas i think most people may have had partners so that the bit that she was saying about that saturday night um i always remember hearing i think it was esther ranson who said the loneliness is not that you haven't have got friends and family but she was saying it's that you haven't got anybody to be silent with I think that was what she said and I think it's that sort of as you get older and I've seen it with some of my family um when they're on their own and I think it's very hard to get up and go then I think you almost lose that ability yeah. and what we've seen when we've been doing these workshops is this the, the research shows that if you want to have not just a long life but a really healthy life that social side of it is the most important bit actually we talk about you know mediterranean diet and we talk about exercise and yeah they're important but actually once you get the social side right
1: wow. yeah.
0: actually i think the diet and the exercise sort of come from that
1: that was what was great i think you know so all of this african dance actually started from a bit of a health scare
0: yeah actually I've forgotten she, that yeah
1: so yeah. she she um Was pre diabetic and then thought, well, what I need to do exercise, but I don't want to. I go to the gym, but it's a bit boring. What do I really enjoy? Oh, I know dance. And then that led to being part of a dance troupe. Then that led to uh, becoming a dance teacher, qualifying, taking exams. And, you know, that's what struck me is not just the kind of get up and go and do stuff, Mm -hmm. but then turn it into an opportunity to help other people as well. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And she was saying that um, when she came on that m- her, her Monday, Monday's a fun day, I think she said, <laughs> and that um, she does, does dance classes on Monday, and that nearly all her ladies, I think they all are ladies, are in their 60s, uh, which is fantastic. And I just think I think it's great to be changing perceptions of, you know, 60s used to be that twin set and pearl sort of image. Well, for women anyway, not for you, Trevor, but um. <laughs> for women. And I think it's brilliant to be sort of challenging all of that why not go out and have fun and do whatever you want
1: so i hope you can hear how inspiring we found talking to jenny um and i look forward to future guests who will be equally inspiring mm. so i would encourage everyone listening not to miss out go to next upcom dot com don't forget the hyphen You'll hear lots of stories and tips and ideas and inspiration for this stage of life.